0: Welcome, everybody, to today's exciting episode. Yeah, buddy! And it's an exciting one for everybody listening, because this is another one of your episodes. All for you. Yeah, we thought we'd uh, do a little one of our uh, followers' emails, people who've sent us emails, expanding Mm. on uh, some of the subjects that we've uh, explored in the past, Yeah, and sometimes some new subjects. Yeah, some spooky stories. Spooky stories, yeah, we've got a couple of those. Um, shall I dive in with the first one? Yeah, go for yeah. it. Okay, so uh this is an email from what well, a chain of emails in fairness from uh Ted from uh, America, Minnesota. I yes. Think it was. Uh and it to, well to 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 start it off, he he just said Dro- dropping you a line to say keep up the good work. I recently found your show while we've been moving house. I burned it all through my other podcasts that I normally listen to. Um He says he mostly listens to comedy, um, but he really enjoys how our show is a blend of humour, open-mindedness, but not overly serious uh, consideration of the paranormal and relaxed chat. So thank you very much, Ted. Thanks, Uh, Ted. uh, A a nice uh, compliment there. Uh, He said he dipped his uh, toes into a few other shows of a similar nature, a few other paranormal podcasts, but nothing really fit the bill for him. Uh, Then he found ours, and uh, he just... uh, He said, uh, if you keep your friendly and simple format, I'll be a loyal listener and sometimes viewer for years to come. So I guess he checks us out on YouTube every once in a while. I hope he's still listening. (laughs) Yeah, I hope he is. I I hope he's uh, still enjoying the the podcast. Uh, We did have, like like, like I say, a chain of emails where uh, he he told me about a a few of uh, his experiences and that sort of thing. Um,
1: Ah, yes, Ted goes back to the sleep episode.
0: Is that the one? Yes. Well, he, he sent us a, uh, yeah, an a, a email about the, uh, the sleep. Um, he said, I, I, I just listened to the Sleep Paralysis Night Terror show and you were looking for people who had been through that. He said, in general, I don't sleep very well. I have, I've had stretches of insomnia and rarely wake up feeling rested. I snore just enough to annoy my wife my i dream vividly and sometimes lucidly i fairly often will talk in my sleep as i'm as if i'm at work speaking with co-workers this is during particularly stressful periods at work and my wife registers those including one night where she jumped in to be the other party in an animated extended conversation i was having with which i have no memory of <laughs> that would be quite a weird one wouldn't it yeah um He says, in addition to that, I have experienced several sleep paralysis episodes since my mid-twenties, so about the last ten years. Most commonly, they happen in the middle of the night, very early morning, never when it's time to actually wake up. I sense and see an adult-sized shadowy figure. I can't make out any features, but it typically lingering in the doorway to the bedroom, looking at me, and sometimes slowly approaching the bed. I try to reach my arms out to push away the intruder and then become aware that I can't move. So I try to shout at them to get away, but I can't make a sound. Then my shout- shouting changes to cries for help and to try to wake up my wife, but I'm still not able to make a sound. For the most part, this doesn't end with me waking up. I guess I just fall back to sleep fully and then I'm aware of it once I do wake up later. Anytime I've gone through this, I've never been able to make a sound. Sleep paralysis is definitely not fun, he says, which is why I tried to figure out what might have been causing it when I started experiencing it more frequently. I had started a habit where I worked on crossword puzzles before bed, and that seemed to elevate the problem and be a big trigger, and they dropped off dramatically. Not completely, but quite a lot after I stopped doing that. So while the shadowy figure might seem paranormal, I can't explain why that would be a constant I think there is more to the idea that part of your brain is simply staying active while the rest of it is in sleep mode. Yeah, I mean that is the most sort of common, commonly held theory, isn't it, with the sleep paralysis, uh, particularly. Mm. Um, but I, I always think those hallucinations—they're so consistent between people all around the world. Yes, you know, and how do how do people experience that same experience if? I mean, yeah. Technically, I suppose if it is an internal brain trigger, mm. then it would. I don't. I guess trigger the same hallucinations. But uh, something about sleep paralysis just screams. There's got to be something a little bit more to it, to me. What do you think? To, to play Devil's Avocado, it could
1: be similar to you know how everyone has similar dreams, where you get your teeth pulled out or you're running from something or you're falling off off a cliff. Yeah. yeah. It could be something similar with that where, I mean, when you think about nightmares and night terrors and stuff, most of the time it is ghosts or kind of demon things or being chased. So I put it down to that. It could just be everyone has these similar things, Actually, that's a very good
0: point that you just said, why are they all so similar? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it doesn't... Is, oh, and here's another question. I, I'd never really thought about until now, literally just now, is do these things only happen once you're sort of entering your adult years? And you like he said, it started in his mm. 20s. When you've maybe had the experience, you know what ghosts are or what they're meant to be if you don't believe in them or, or whatever. But,
1: you know, yeah. it's still...
0: A scary thing, isn't it? You know, being confronted by the unknown and the way that manifests itself into a shadowy figure or a demon or, you know, some mm. people see uh, uh, particularly old ladies, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's a very good point because you don't
0: really watch horror films as a child. No. I don't know many kids and, that got to watch those. And how, how many children actually have sleep paralysis? I, I, mm. I don't know. Is there a statistic on that that we could look up? That's, uh...
1: Yeah, because I suppose if... A child hasn't seen anything scary. I, I don't suppose they would have that sleep paralysis with like a scary... With the hallucination. Addition, right? they, I don't think their brains would be able to think of that because they haven't seen that.
0: Yeah, that you, you, yeah, you can only be scared of something that you've experienced, can't you? Yeah, that is so, odd. <laughs> yeah, it's an odd
1: one. <laughs> I mean, it, the the whole idea... I mean, obviously I've had night terrors, but not sleep paralysis yeah but it sounds like Ted was really paralysed if you can't yeah. speak you can't
0: move oh, that must be terrifying like literally lay in bed next to your wife mm. trying like anything to t- wake her up move, trying to move trying to shout trying to anything and they're just you know <laughs> yeah. completely unaware of your absolute terror
1: mm-hmm. I mean that's... the one that baffles me even more is sleepwalking
0: right like i I
1: don't know i don't think it quite happens like in Step Brothers, you know (laughs) throwing things and putting stuff in the oven but i have seen some videos where people are just having full-on conversations and there's no one there and they're getting up and going to the kitchen yeah they're like stirring a a spoon and a cup but there's no water or anything in it they're just kind of thinking that they're making a cup of tea and having a conversation with their mum or whatever and that baffles me more, like sleepwalking, how you can be asleep but be even more active. Yeah, and just... your
0: eyes are open as though you're totally wide awake. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and just, yeah, I, I remember I had an ex-girlfriend years ago who her little brother was bad for sleepwalking and, yeah, he would get up in the middle of the night to go to the loo or something like that, you'd hear something downstairs and it's her little brother... Just like making a sandwich, completely asleep in the kitchen. <laughs> that is nuts. Is sleep crazy.
1: is sleep eating a thing. Do people
0: I, eat? I, I guess it must be because he, he was making a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the one time I found him anyway.
1: Or <laughs> 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 he's just pretending to be asleep. Like he's just really hungry.
0: Well, I, I walked in <laughs> and I called his name, and he just didn't react. Yeah, and then he just carried on butter and his bread, and then when he turned around to walk to the fridge, he just got this really vacant look on his face, <laughs> and he looked—he looked straight through me as though I wasn't even there. Yeah, you know, yeah. just...
1: they do say you shouldn't wake up a sleepwalker. They say that. I don't know why though. Mm. I don't know because when I have night terrors, and my wife <laughs> kind of she recognises the signals now, mm-hmm. so she kind of has worked out that if she. Calls my name really loud or kind of like shakes me a little bit. It'll wake me up just before it gets really bad. Okay. So she's recognised the the triggers. But for sleepwalking, I have no idea why you
0: can't wake them up. No. Well, they say that you shouldn't anyway. But I don't, I don't know. know. I think if if I was sleepwalking, it doesn't happen to me. I'm not a you know. A, it's not something that often happens any, any to me. I don't suffer from it. But I think. I'd rather somebody wake me up so that I know that it's happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah, very true. It's it's so odd. But also, uh, while we're on the subject of sleep, uh, I was talking to my auntie, Rhonda, um, not too long ago, and she told me that pretty much everyone on my dad's side of the family, including my dad, which I only recently found out as well, we all suffer from, from insomnia. Oh, right. And... I'd always kind of wondered how I'm able to function on like four or five hours sleep a night, but I never put it down to insomnia because I always thought insomnia was
0: like an hour here, an hour there. No, yeah. no, it's just because obviously they recommend eight hours of sleep per mm. night, and anything less than that is detrimental to your your, your body and you, you know your state of health and your your brain and, yeah. and that sort of thing. But um, I have. Heard that most billionaires also have this trait that you've got, where they can only sleep three or four hours a night. Oh, and so they'll get up at like ridiculous o'clock in the morning, like three or four o'clock in the morning, and they'll you know do their emails and you know do all that sort of thing, uh, and they've done like four or five hours work before they even have breakfast with their family, and then go off and do the rest of their day's work. You know, and, and it's just one of these things that apparently a lot of billionaires have that exact same trait. So. Who knows, Josh? Uh, you might be on for some good things. Maybe I'll become a billionaire one day. Who knows? But no, I
1: just found that very fascinating. That insomnia, like I said, I always thought it was like one hour, but no, turns out it could be three, four, five hours. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just it's just an irregular sleep pattern, really. Isn't yeah, it,
1: I yeah. I think I read somewhere as well that humans are actually programmed to have two four-hour sleeps. Yes, not yeah, one heard that. long stint. And so I don't know if it's a load of rubbish. Maybe if we've got any Spanish listeners that can tell us.
0: Oh, did siesta. Yeah, I heard that's
1: why we have siesta in Spain, is because they adapted that whole four hours and then four hours later on.
0: Uh, well, Yeah, probably, but also because it gets very hot in the middle of the day in Spain in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they tend to break up their working day. They'll start quite early in the morning, like five, six o'clock in the morning. They'll work through until 11 or 12, and then they'll have three or four hours off, and then they'll go back to work, and they'll work until 8 mm. or 10 o'clock at night. So it's just a complete different culture. Yeah. But
1: And speaking of hot weather, it's very it hot. It is very hot today and... here in the studio. <laughs> yeah, and can... we
0: did actually remember to turn off the air conditioning this time, <laughs> which <laughs> makes us suffer more, but it gives you better sound quality. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll move on to the next email. Um, this one was from Elliot. Uh, he's from uh, right here in the UK. Uh, the UK, he he again also uh, he he's found us very similarly. He said that he recently stumbled across our podcast while searching for one on Spotify that talks about subjects such as the paranormal and uh, UAPs or UFOs, like like we do. He said, "I gave a few a try, but they all seemed to be roughly the same. However, when I found yours, I was instantly hooked, and I binged every single episode you have in a week. <laughs> that's commitment.
1: That so. is commitment. I
0: mean, fair play, Elliot. I mean, yeah. that is well done. That's some going. I mean, at the time, we'd have got, I think it was 43 episodes he did in a one week. One week. That's that some. That's some good going. You know what? I salute that. I salute it as well. Yeah. Double well salute, done, it. Elliot." Um but yeah after a couple of emails he he did uh, open up to me a little bit. Uh he said, uh, "Hi Pirate, thanks for getting back to me. Uh yeah, I'm absolutely hooked on your podcast. I listen at work via headphones and at home when the little ones in bed." Did you do anything else that week? <laughs> <laughs> all of those episodes in a week good grief but anyway yeah he 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 does say this is a bit of a long story sorry in advance but we like a long story yeah That's, that's all good so he says as a kid i had a few encounters with ghosts i used to see a man in a bowler hat leaning on an umbrella just chuckling away he only seemed to appear in the corner of my eye when i had a bad day he'd sit there just chuckling at me I saw my friend's granddad as a weird cloud apparition in my old bedroom Um, but this story about the photo is what's really swayed me to believe. So my mum had a friend whose baby passed away unfortunately very young and she had a photo of her with the baby. For days my mum would say there's this weird shadow in the photo and every day the shadow would look different, i.e. a different position, a different shape. My sceptic head thought it's just the lighting in the room and the way she's holding the photo, but it terrified her. So much so, she hired a priest to bless her house because she had nightmares and weird paranormal, paranormal activity in the house ever since the photo was in her possession. Things would move on their own, a the door would slam and footsteps on the stairs. She got that scared that she made me take the photo outside and burn it. I didn't honestly believe her at all. I thought she was just being ridiculous and over the top. That's until I'd burned the photo. Oh, this gets strange, I, I will say. So I lit the edge with a lighter. Being cocky, I, w- I was winding her up saying things like, oh, yeah, there's creepy demon being burnt. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> this definitely. He, was, he said it. I was being so sarcastic. But the photo didn't burn.
1: Hmm.
0: The flame was around the very edge of the corner, licking up the photo, but not going to the centre, nor was the photo burning. It was bizarre. And then, all of a sudden, similar to when you burn a crisp packet, it just shriveled up really quickly. And that, the Photos don't burn that no, way.
1: No, photos definitely don't burn that way.
0: No. But this one did. And he says, as it did, my head jolted upwards and I passed out. I woke up on the floor and was pretty shaken up, not because i passed out, but because of what I saw when I did. This sounds really silly and very few people believe this happened, I sometimes feel embarrassed to say. But as my head jolted up, my vision blurred and I was suddenly underneath some spiral stairs, looking up to a body in a white dress falling towards me, a lady hanging herself. I was underneath, looking up as her body fell towards me and became tight on the rope.
1: (laughs) what a horrendous thing. When I came
0: round, my mum noticed I had a red line across the side of my neck. It was burning and stung a lot. I have no idea how it got there, and it took me a while to process the event. I'll never, ever get that image out of my head. It shook me. For weeks. I've had a few encounters since that day, but none as vivid as that. Thank you for reading about my experience, Pirate and Josh. I'm excited for the next episode. Well, that is creepy. That is
1: creepy. Out of all the things to see, I think that is up there with. Uh, that would scar you. That is.
0: I, I don't even know where to begin trying to explain mm. that one. I mean,. Yeah. How, how how does a photograph link a a, a dead baby mm. to a woman hanging herself? Yeah.
1: It's weird. Maybe the Particularly,
0: he didn't mention that the mother of the child had done anything like that or or or, or anything.
1: Mm. Yeah, I can't work out the connection there. But to I I do believe him because for him to be taunting his mum and everything, he obviously at that point didn't believe any of it, and then to all of a sudden, three sixty, and now he's a believer. It must have happened. It must him. have shaken him to the core. He must have seen something. Well, he did. So <laughs> he
0: did. Yeah. And, but um, I d- I just don't even know where to, how to even begin explaining that one. I mean, hmm. it c- could be. That the the ghost of the dead lady is what caused the cot death, or or something like that, or uh, you know, I mean, how do you link that? I mean,
1: mm, I, I don't
0: want to be disrespectful disrespectful to, to their family, or you know, yeah, to, yeah. to anybody involved with this story. But I mean, that, those are some strange circumstances, and the mm-hmm. fact that the that the photo didn't burn, I mean. Yeah, even in
1: house fires you get photos that burn and things like that, but the fact that it's shriveled up like a crisp packet.
0: Yeah, I mean, the glossy side of a photo won't burn as well, Mm. but it'll still burn. Once you've got the backing going, that's it. It just burns up like any other piece of paper, really, doesn't it? It certainly doesn't shrivel up Mm. like a plastic crisp packet.
1: Cursed photo. Got to be. Must be. Uh, I'm going to give that an 84 the... Oh, we're we doing individual <laughs> paranormality ratings. Okay, <laughs> well, I just thought that Elliot's story deserved one, to be honest, because I did get a few. Like, I goosebumps. I honestly got tingles read the first. Yeah. Time, do you
0: remember when I read that out to you first, the first time at work yeah, when we were yeah. sat in the tractor together,
1: and we were like, well, "This is weird." I,
0: I I did every time I read that email, I get tingles going down my spine. It's yeah, it, it's a strange one. You you are definitely. I I'm, I'm going to give it a nine point two. Nine point two. Yeah.
1: I'm not even going to work the average out on
0: that. We, don't, we don't, no, don't, no, don't need to. But that is a very good story. Uh, thank you very much, Elliot. Because uh, obviously Elliot and Ted both gave uh, their consent for me to read out their emails and share yeah. their stories. So, And obviously huge respect to them for that because it does take mm. guts to share that kind of story, both of those kind of stories. Yes. And know that that's going to be out there for the whole internet to listen to.
1: Yeah, and we've spoke about it before, how there's a lot of ridicule and there's a lot of judgment when it comes to people that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Believe in ghosts or they say they've seen something. And I think in 2023, I was saying to you earlier, my mind is so much more open now since doing the podcast and yes. speaking to people and reading emails and things that I don't think there's no way all of it can be a load of rubbish. There has to be some truth in it if people yeah. are having all these stories, because what, what do they gain from lying about these things? Like so you, know you said mean?
0: before, where there's smoke, there's fire. 100%.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and it's just so easy to ridicule people over this kind of thing. So it does take a lot of courage to to write in and tell stories and stuff like that. And even when I talk about the weird experiences that (laughs) I've had and things like that, a part of me is still like, did I see that? Oh, I don't know. It was was probably smoke or it was, you know. Sometimes
0: I think you need that outside influence to help convince you. Mm. Yeah, yeah um because obviously ted there he has the the sleep paralysis and, he, and he's saying i'm not sure if the the visions or the hallucinations are, 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 are real or whether it is just part of your brain or what i mean it's, it's still brave of him to share that mm. story um but i mean that one with passing out and having that kind of vision yeah i mean that's, that's just terrifying
1: mm-hmm. and it's uh it's it's frustrating when you see like uh or you go on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and you see a video, and you see like a say like a military vet or something, and he's telling his story of like, oh, I've I've seen aliens or yeah. I've seen a ghost or you know people with like respectable jobs and respectable careers are coming out and admitting this stuff, and then you look in the comments and it's just yeah whatever ghosts aren't real oh yeah don't believe it load of rubbish and, yeah and it's just you you'll find one comment amongst say every ten that's like oh some, something similar happened to my auntie or something similar. yeah oh I I can relate to that yeah and it's uh, we're slowly getting there slowly 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 but there yeah. is
0: unfortunately there is still that little bit of ridicule for people there but, is unfortunately there is but. You know, hopefully one day we'll get there and, you know, if there is some kind of alien disclosure or, you know, they come down and introduce themselves, then hopefully people's minds will open up a little bit more. Yeah. Well, uh, this this one was uh, actually on our Discord. Uh, Lauren, who has emailed us before, Mm -hmm. she was uh, one of our first uh, public emails. Um, This isn't so much a story. This was kind of a request... Um, to to look into, for us to look into uh, a case. Uh, She says, I'm born and bred in Aldershot. Uh, The military hospital here has been off limits for as long as I can remember. It's always as creepy as hell. They've obviously developed it into houses now, but even when they were uh, sold the first time, there were lots of tales in the town about homes being haunted by dead soldiers. I thought it might be interesting. And it is interesting. Oldershot mm. Military Hospital. Now, I, I couldn't find enough on this to warrant doing a full episode, which is why I've put it into this, this episode uh, as a request for, for it. Um, but Oldershot uh, Military Hospital was kind of like a massive, great manor house. And if ever there was a place that you'd just look at and go, yeah, that's haunted. Older Military Hospital is one of those places. I mean, at home, look it up online. For the video, I might find a shot of it, but, uh, you know, if you're listening to this as the audio version, you'll have to look for it. It is a very big, imposing building, you know, classic, large windows, a bell tower on the top. Bell tower. Yeah. Does it have
1: big pillars at the front?
0: I think it does, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see it for miles around, you know, on the landscape. And... um, it, yeah, even when it was open, apparently it was haunted by a grey lady. Oh, yes. We've a good old grey that. lady. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, she used to haunt uh, the wards 10 to 14, apparently. Okay. 10 to 14? Um, no one actually know who she is, whether she was a nurse that worked there or whether she was a patient or, or, or what. It's, it's a complete mystery. Um. But yeah I mean that that was one that uh we thought we'd just have a look at like i said, there they aren't really a hell of a lot there they do still hold um paranormal um investigations there, okay. you can go there overnight and see if you can find anything that sort of thing um but uh, as far as like stories go, there's not really that much to it, but I mean maybe it's one
1: of them kind of like local legends. Where, like, if you I lived think there, it is, grew yeah. up, you kind of heard the stories and stuff. But Yeah, then... I mean,
0: it's kind of the same as Bordy Rectory, as we covered was one of our mm-hmm. earlier episodes. I mean, yeah, it did have the reputation as being the most haunted house in England. Yeah. And you knew of it from a young age because you grew up around here. I only yeah. heard it when I moved into the area, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it might be another one of those where there's plenty of tales, mm-hmm. but it only between people who have maybe experienced that sort of thing. Yeah. but
1: Maybe if Lauren's got some stories or heard anything amongst the village, or is it town, village? Um, maybe even city. Who knows? Old shot. That sounds kind of cool to yeah. me. Um, she can let us know. She might have a, a really good spooky story or something she's heard. Well, I've got an email. Oh, where... yes, you do. You've actually got one just today, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. So, I'm gonna shout out one of my best mates, Big T Tony, Big Tone. So, he we miss you, Tony. He is an absolute legend, and I we only know really nice people, we're friends mm-hmm. with nice people, and Tony is literally probably one of the nicest from, people isn't he Yeah yeah apart from my mate Sean he is the nicest guy um just a heart of gold and bless him he downloaded pretty much the same as Elliot he's
0: gone through <laughs> that's the thing but I remember when we first started this podcast you tried to get Tony to listen to it and he was like, oh, I don't know, I'm not really keen on like spooky stuff and paranormal. Like He said, I- I'll give it a go, I-, I will, and then he went off, and, and you kept asking, have you listened to any yet? And he was like, no, no I'm, g- I'm going to next week, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it wasn't until we did uh, Truman Roswell, I think, yeah, that he yeah. actually plucked up the courage to actually listen to the podcast, and he really enjoyed it, didn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah, and to be fair, since then, he has been really supportive, yeah, really he has, yeah. loving the show, and... He's been giving me feedback, like positive, negatives, and constructive criticisms. He's given me examples of things that we can cover. Yeah. Leprechauns eventually will cover.
0: We'll, we'll put it on the list,
1: Tony. We'll <laughs> put it on the list just for you, mate. And uh, But real solid guy. And he wrote in and... He said about, well, we'll put the pictures up, won't
0: we? Yeah, I'll, uh, we'll put the pictures on the YouTube version. Um, that's probably the only way you'd be able to actually see the pictures, but we can describe them.
1: Yeah. So I, well, he's just given a brief story of what happened. So essentially uh, his, I think it is the house that his dad grew up in with his siblings, and they went on Google Maps... To have a look at the the house, I'm oh, assuming
0: Google Street View. Yes, yeah. Google
1: Street View. And Tony's nan passed away in the early 80s. And when they went to the Google Street View, you can see. I've got a screenshot here. And this was um, her house. Her, her house. Her address. And we
0: won't reveal. No, no. She
1: <laughs> she supposedly used to. Wait for the children to finish school, yeah, and go into the house, so tony's dad and the the siblings and she used to wait at the window and When they went on the Google street view, there is a picture of what appears to be a a lady staring out of the window and it's got the exact same haircut it
0: is and yeah. he sent
1: me a picture of his nan he, he has given us his blessing to use that that picture of his nan as well that's but very nice there. yeah you you'll see the hair is exactly the same and it does look like a woman it just is staring
0: uncanny. it's it's almost identical uh, the the way that figure in the window looks so mm-hmm. much like t- tony's nan and yeah i really do not blame them for being a bit freaked out by <laughs> yeah. seeing that
1: and he also wrote in going back to I think we spoke I think it was like the tarot cards and stuff we were talking oh, about yeah, like, yeah. the spirit the spirituality, and Tony was someone who he went into it not thinking oh this is really going to work or anything and he he saw a spiritualist and I can't remember if he said about uh, it was it was one that used gemstones or like a necklace with a gem oh, rune I'm sure he it, mentioned that um, but anyway he started talking about um how this this woman told him that i won't say his his ex's name but this this woman isn't good for you you're you're in a new relationship and tony hadn't told anyone that he was like in a relationship right. he didn't even tell his parents or anything he kept it to himself and this woman just knew him was like you've just got into a relationship and she's not good for you like you need to get out of it he didn't listen and um it did Work out of the fact that she wasn't good, yeah. And also, I'm pretty sure it's the the same woman described his granddad like down to a T, all oh, right, as well, yeah. and said everything about his granddad like feature wise. And again,
0: that, how would this woman know about? Some his people granddad? do have the gift, mate. Some people do. My, like I say, my mum had it slightly. My sister's got it a little bit, and you know, there's various people in my family that have it. In fact, like um. Uh, my girlfriend uh, works closely with a, a woman who, like, uh, uh, quite a few years ago, uh, from a divorce or whatever, um, decided to take therapy. Mm-hmm. And she became very good friends with a therapist. And when the therapy ended, they continued just seeing each other, meeting up for coffee and just having a chat and that. like. And uh, she... she uh, because obviously she was divorced and that, met a new fella. They planned to move in and buy a house together. Um, so she put her house up on the market for sale. And then uh, a few months later, the relationship broke down and they ended up not buying a house together. Mm-hmm. And she, she just put took her house off the market. Her therapist friend <laughs> rang her up the day after and say, Are you all right? And she was like, yeah, I'm fine. What, why? And she said, I had a dream that your house was falling down around you. Mm. The therapist has these, has this sort of psychic medium ability. She, she does yeah. have that. And she knew about it before. That's why she became like a therapist because she was very, uh, in chain. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I think some people do have that Mm. ability. Do you know the
1: craziest one that actually got proven, and I remember seeing this years ago, was there was an air show with an aeroplane. I don't know if this rings any bells for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was that guy, might be a girl, girl, guy-girl, had a dream where Mm. the plane crashed, Mm -hmm. and they described it, and they tried telling the people who were running the show, like, Something terrible is going to happen. This plane is going to crash. I've seen it. It's not like my normal dreams. And they, again, uh, no, you don't know what you're Didn't talking about. Didn't listen to it. Didn't listen. And it happened exactly how they said it would happen, the exact plane and everything. Yeah. And they then went on, I think, to become like a psychic medium, whatever,
0: whatever you want to call it, spiritualist. Oh, that's so. fair enough. But I, mean, I don't know whether sometimes these things just happen once to people, and then mm. it never happens again, or whether if if it does happen to you, it will sort of keep happening, or whatever. Mm. I I don't know about it that, but um, well, from my personal experience, I used to see things quite a lot when I was little, but not so much now. Yeah. Although I do. Even my brother says if something strange is going to happen, it'll happen to me. <laughs> yeah, your brain does function at a different level. Like but, oh, even, thank you. Even, <laughs> even with the I subliminal think.
1: messages when I tried to get you at that, and it was just nah, it just didn't work on you.
0: Well, you should have known better than to try and force me into thinking something. You should have just written down, I predict you'll think you'll say elephant and then just done no clues <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the way through the episode probably would have been better and then I would have gone how the hell did you do that and you'd have gone ah. <laughs> yeah. well while we're on the subject of
1: uh emails and people that well for the for the people that listen and things yeah uh I just want to also just give a little shout out to my mum <laughs> so yeah, why not she has actually started listening to the podcast and a, a bit similar to Tony where she I, thought, oh, it's too spooky. I know you stuff. said she
0: listened to a couple of episodes while she was on holiday. Is she actually yeah. carried on listening <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, it she's right? listened
1: to every episode pretty much. And uh, it's weird now because now that I know that my mum listens... I'm trying to be a bit more like P's and Q's and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whereas,
0: and I shouldn't think that way but now I'm like oh my mum's listening right. well, I'm now. just going to say hello Josh's mum <laughs> I was the strange guy dressed in a purple suit that you danced with at his wedding
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah she did say to me I think she said oh I don't know who it was, but the guy who had uh, a purple suit on had really good dance moves. I was dancing. <laughs> <like it. laughs> I wouldn't uh, say that. But... Uh, oh, yeah, that's pirate. <laughs> Was like, yeah, credit to you as well, turning up to my wedding in an all-purple suit. Bright purple. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> so when you walked through the door, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a man you want at your wedding. <laughs> it was awesome.
0: Uh, well, you know, I was hoping I wouldn't become the centre of attention because it was your day, but, I mean, you did say did say to wear it. that purple yeah, suit. I yeah, I
1: requested it. I wanted it. You said you had a purple suit, and I was like, hell yeah, you need to wear that. I do, I do. It was very Heath Ledger jokery. But in a, I I almost
0: cool. got a yellow waistcoat to go with it, but I thought, no, nah, it's going to be too joker. Yeah, well, I should have done it, would have been awesome. <laughs> but anyway, um, if you at home have stories that you would like to share with us and uh, allow us to share with you, <laughs> back, back to you, uh, then please write in paranormality.uk at gmail.co.uk. Uh, or, or you can you can find us. You can comment on the YouTube videos. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, send us a pr- uh, private message on there, or you can join our Discord. And mm. we love more people on our Discord because we only got about like, I don't know a dozen or so people on there. Basically, the last time we made an episode like this, a whole bunch of people came and joined Discord, and then nobody's joined it since. <laughs> <laughs> so please do and yeah. there will be benefits to that you see because like we we're now only about a month away from our first anniversary or when this episode goes out it'll be mm. a month away from our first anniversary so you know we're now thinking we've done it we've we've made that year
1: yeah
0: right now i'm going to say some facts now that i've learned throughout this year of podcasting is that only 10% of podcasts actually make it to the 12 month mark yeah A lot of people suffer from what they call pod fade, which is, I think where, you know, maybe people don't get the amount of downloads that they're hoping for and they don't make a lot of money at it. We haven't made a penny at it so far. In fact, it's cost me a lot of money. Um, But that is going to end sometime soon around, around our first year. anniversary, we figure we've done 12 months free of charge for you guys, advert free and everything. And, If podcasting is one of those ways that people can get rich and famous, why can't we do that? (laughs) Well, the podcast will still be free. This podcast will still be free, yeah. But we are going to start activating adverts. We are going to create a Patreon account. uh, And we are going to offer you a way through Patreon to still get it advert free. Because we didn't know if it was going to take off when we first started or not. So we vowed to do... If we could make it for the full year, we'd do it a full year, advert-free... To make you guys know that we're not just money-grabbing bastards. <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing it because we think we're going to get millionaires out of it. Mm. We're doing it because we love it. And we've got a passion for this. Yeah, it started off as a hobby. Exactly. And, and now we see our little community of followers growing and growing, and we yeah. want it. We want it to grow, and we'd love this to be our full-time job one day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's going to be a little while before that happens. But with things like, I mean, adverts don't pay a lot, so you know, hopefully merchandise will help us get a bit more much more a bit more money back and the patreon is is, going to be a big help with that as well so get ready i suppose (laughs) and if not
1: like we say the podcast still will be free but you'll have to put up with
0: the odd annoying advert for 10 15 20 seconds yeah some yeah the thing you can't keep doing this it costing us money (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, we yeah. enjoy it, and you know, your hobbies do cost money. But you know, when there is that glimmer of like, you could be making money at this, it's like, mm. well, we've done it for 12 months now. Come on, you know, yeah, give us a leg up, but we're not begging, anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, let's. let's we we're not going to cover that anywhere anymore until we do the live stream. So if if you want to know more about that, then do come back and do come and join the live stream because it's going to be a good old party. It's designed for you to be able to integrate with us in real time, mm. tell us your stories, ask us questions, and we will give you the answers and feedback and whatnot there live in real time. Should be a real good fun thing to do. Um, so yeah, on the twenty ninth of December. Probably around right about, October? not December, no, uh, October, sorry. Yeah, two days before Halloween, the Sunday before Halloween, and it would be probably be two o'clock in the afternoon.
1: Something around that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometime in the afternoon. I, I
0: will I will uh, put it on YouTube as, uh, I think it's called a premiere, where it comes up with it beforehand, so you can click on the link and wait for it to oh, start, okay. you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, even if we were running a little bit late, you could be there waiting for us.
1: But again, we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't if, for the people listening. Yeah, so, it's,
0: it's all down to you guys that have actually, you know, helped us to, to reach this stage. This is your fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason we're getting having to put adverts. Well, we
0: we didn't know whether it would just fizzle out in a few months when we when we first started it, and mm. you know, we thought it, it'll either, it could take off, or it could just be our friends and family that listen to the first few mm. episodes, and then we get literally no downloads, and we just go, all oh, right, sod that. But luckily, a series of events happened that yeah. we couldn't have foreseen that just sort of managed to give us that little extra boost and it gave us the the motivation to carry on. And yeah. here we are twelve, nearly 12 months later and we're still doing it and we still enjoy it yeah. and we'd and we, love to do more. We want
1: to continue doing it, don't we? Yeah. So yeah, we're not going any time soon. We're not. <laughs> we're not.
0: So... Until next time, I've been Pirate. I'm Josh. This has been Paranormality UK. Ta-ta.
1: Ta-ta.